Welcome, dear listener, to another episode of True Hauntings and Scary Stories, the podcast where we alternate between spooky conversation and scary short stories. (laughs) Now, here's your host, Miss Cynthia C. Welcome, spooky friends, to True Hauntings and Scary Stories. Today, we are talking about creepiness. I mean, expert-level creepy. Everybody is wary of dolls. Dolls are a creep fest, so we're going to talk about haunted dolls today. And I have with me a fabulous follower of mine. Her name is Kat, and she is the coolest cat of them all. So how are you? Doing good. How are you? Very good. Doing good. You want to tell us a little about you? Absolutely. Um, I just turned 30, so 30, flirty, and thriving, right, at the the beginning of December. Um, And my husband and I just recently bought our first house and moved to Alabama from from the West Coast. So initially born and raised in Oregon. Um, traveled a little bit around the country and then, uh, yep, bought our house in Alabama. Um, and it is haunted. Can confirm. Nice. <laughs> I like it already. Yep. I have family in Alabama. Oh, That's good. pretty cool. Yeah, we're in a tiny little town about uh, 45 minutes south of Montgomery. <laughs> My super haunted, well, it's not super haunted, but she's here. Um, but yeah, the, she's here. She's here. Yep. It's a, a nice. older gal that we've seen upstairs. She stays upstairs. But uh, it's a Greek revival house that was built in 1904. So nice. It's got some history. But um, nice. Yeah, I've always loved the paranormal and, and spooky stuff. Grew up loving horror movies and believing in ghosts. Um, never really had any encounters until we. Uh, we're in our house in Vancouver, Washington, which is right near the Oregon border. That house was kind of like Nanny's house. Oh, really? Definitely had some stuff going on in there. Um, and we can we can always do an episode <laughs> or a snippet yeah. about that. Um, but yeah, and then uh, we moved here and it was like, oh, okay. So we got some company. Makes sense. It's a hundred and some odd year old house. There's bound yeah. to be somebody here. But love spooky stuff. And I actually just saw, um, which I put on the Facebook group too, if any other Alabamians are interested, there's going to be an overnight haunting um, group that is going to go inspect or investigate their, our local jail. Um, so they're going to do dinner and then an overnight spook fest in the jail. Nice. Like ghost hunting kind of deal. Yeah. Yeah. Ghost hunting. It's a a paranormal, um, group, I guess, um, in the area that does different, um, get togethers and whatnot. So I'm going to check it out. (laughs) That's cool. Are you going to go? Maybe. Um, I, and I only say maybe because I really want to, but our daughter is coming to visit for mm-hmm. spring break. We, um, we had her stay in Washington to finish out eighth grade 
because we got here in November. So we want to just rip her out of school, right? So she'll come in the summer and then start high school down here. So she's going to be here the afternoon of the second. So it's like, do I want to be wired from an overnight at a jail? (laughs) Right. But maybe I'll just sleep in the car when we go pick her up from the airport. Yeah. (laughs) You might have some good stories to tell her. Mm -hmm. Could be. (laughs) I like it. All right. Well, today we're talking about haunted dolls, the fuel of so many nightmares. (laughs) Annabelle legit. Yes. So what have you got for us today? All right. So I've got I've got two different stories about actual dolls. And then I have kind of I found a it's kind of like a mashup of creepy, maybe haunted dolls and ghost hauntings so mm. i'll save that one for the end because it's it's pretty good but okay. um my first one was um the story of pupa so p-u-p-a hmm. which is the italian word for doll oh okay right so this doll was owned by the same girl starting in the 1920s in Traced, Italy, if I'm saying that right. Mm-hmm. Um, the doll stands 14 inches tall, and then her head, arms, and legs are made of felt. Um, Pupa's hair is reportedly made of real human hair, and it's it's red and curly. You can, like, Google images of her. Mm. She's kind of, like, she was really pretty. You can tell she was a really pretty doll when she was made, but... The, the, she has not yeah. aged well. The times have been hard for Pupa. <laughs> um, but she traveled with her owner all over. Um, so she went with her from Italy to the USA, back to Italy, all across Europe. And eventually she, she came to rest in, US, in the U.S. when her owner died in 2005. So she's, oh, wow. I feel like 2005 wasn't that long ago, but it was. Yeah, yeah. Tell me about it. <laughs> the original owner, um, she's not named in any articles that I could find, just the doll's name. Um, but wow. the owner said that many times Pupa was alive and had a mind of her own. Um, she would tell her doll stories um, and that, you know, the doll was her best friend and her confidant. Um, and she told her grandkids that like Poopa and I would talk and I could tell her all my secrets, just like every girl does, but that yeah. Poopa would talk back and, and convert, you no. know, it was a two way conversation. Um, and at some point even saved her, like the doll saved her life. Oh, wow. Well, that's good. Right. So yay for the doll. Dolls I don't know evil. how she saved her life. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. But she obviously got Pupa got really upset when her owner died because mm. it it goes down. Um, yeah. Her owner passed away in 2005 and her family kept the doll. They put her in a glass case to preserve her. Mm-hmm. She doesn't like being in there. Sometimes you can there's been reports of the glass being steamed inside 
Right? Right? So it's kind of like, you know, when you breathe on the window? Yeah. And then um, she even takes her... She takes her little no. doll finger and writes on there, Poopa hate. No, absolutely she's not. She's like, let me out. I don't want to. No. Why are you keeping me locked up? I got places to go. That does make go. me sad, though. The poor <laughs> right? dolly is stuck poor in that dolly. cage. Now I feel kind of sad for her. Stretch her legs, her little felt legs. Yeah. She's also been said to move around in the case. So they'll put her in one position and they'll look back and she's in a different position. Like she'll be standing and then she'll have her legs crossed. Oh, wow. They've heard tapping on the case. Well, tap taps. She taps. just legit ones they look out of back, there. She's there. Yeah. When they look back, her hand is pressed mm-hmm. against the glass. Her little, her little doll hand. Um, Hard pass. right imagine her getting out though and like yeah what what havoc would she wreak if she got out um one of the family members tried to videotape her and i say try because they did record her moving around and doing stuff but whenever the guy tried to upload it to the youtubes he tried three times, and each time it would fail, um, and there'd be this weird, like, obscure, thick, white film stuff on the video, and then the words Poopa No scribbled in childish handwriting on the film. Oh, my goodness. The better part is that we don't know where Poopa is. So the the owners don't release the location of her. So oh snap! Um, the theory is that she's trying to get out to go be with her owner wherever wherever they are. Yeah, poor Poopa. Yeah, I don't know if I want to be sad and I have an urge to set her free, or terrified <laughs> mm-hmm. and hoping that she's nowhere near my hometown or my current town. Right. But she's still in her same outfit as when she was made. She has red curly hair and this little blue felt dress and stuff like that. And she's Mm. got bright blue eyes. Um, Like I said, she was a really pretty doll back in the 1920s. But she's a little weathered. Listen, why do people put real hair on dolls? It's like you just want to be haunted. Like, what? (laughs) That's a recipe for... You know, I mean, that could be like, did they get the hair willingly? You know, could there be negative Ooh. energy attached to the hair? I didn't even think of that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> there's a no, there's your icky thought to take yeah, on for the evening. Because I read one where they were like, oh, but maybe they um, got the hair from a child that died. And I thought, well, that's bad enough, like getting dead child hair. Mm -hmm. But the idea that they might take the hair unwillingly from someone is worse. (laughs) It's worse. Or it could just be like, you know, you go to the beauty salon and collect the clippings. True. And I'm sure they they did that. Obviously, they did that a lot back then. Because... Normal, like human hair on dolls was kind of common. I think it started in the 1850s, if I recall. Mm -hmm. And it was a thing for a while there. Yeah. So 
Mm, well, no. they didn't exactly have the best resources for creating synthetics either. So yeah, makes sense. True. Yeah, I think before that it said that they used cotton or like animal hair. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So weird, weird and gross. What creepy doll did you find? I have two, and I'm going to go with this one because this one also has real human hair. Okay. <laughs> so we'll just stick with that theme for a minute. <laughs> Mine does too, so I get that's the run it. The, my next one does too, so we'll just do okay, human okay. hair the whole night. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's messed up. I don't know. None of the dolls I have have human hair, although I do have human hair from my nanny and grandpa's house. I do have that. It's on my piano in my living room. <laughs> so no wonder I see so many things. I don't know. Which may or may not be from the little boy. Yes. The third floor. May third or floor may not hair. be. Yeah, it is third floor hair for sure. So one can only assume. So I have a doll who, okay, so this guy was exploring an abandoned haunted house. And he found this doll under the house. Now, I have so many questions for this dude, but the first one is, why were you under a haunted house? <laughs> like, was he looking for bodies? I don't know. This is in Australia. Okay. So I have a friend in Australia. Nice. Maybe ask nice. <laughs> Wagga Wagga, Australia is where the house was located. And so he says he found this doll under the house. And the doll is like a child-sized doll, so it's a pretty decent-sized doll. And it's carved wood with human hair. And that guy saw that doll while he was craw- crawling under this haunted house and thought, you know, I should take that home with me. Right. <laughs> that sounds great. This is a great idea that I've had just now. <laughs> so... He took that son of a bitch and he took it home with him. <laughs> but now, is are we talking like under the house or like under the floorboards? They Was literally he- said under the house. Okay. So I'm picturing like crawl space, you know? Maybe the doll crawled in there. You maybe. You twist things and I like it. I like it. <laughs> that is messed up. <laughs> Because then the like, doll was hiding, right? Maybe because like if if he was in under the floorboards or like you find stuff in the walls of your house, mm-hmm. like they were put mm-hmm. there for a reason. Yes, Brick and I back in the day when the podcast first came out, she and I did an, a bonus episode that patrons can get, and it is all about. Um, things, strange, creepy things that have been found inside of people's walls. Like they buy an old house and then they refurbish it and they find like an upside down Ouija board in the wall. <laughs> I saw one on a, a Century Homes Reddit, since we now have a Century Home. Guy knocked down a wall, found a whole bathroom in there. Oh, wow. Someone had walled off mm. a bathroom. Super creepy. That is weird. Why would one do that? Bathrooms add to your home's value. Maybe it was a haunted bathroom. Yeah. Did he use it? Did he like keep it? I don't. I didn't follow up on it. Oh, I wouldn't. (laughs) 
but yeah, like <laughs> I don't think obviously I would. this guy is like, hey, I'm gonna go investigate, like explore some some old abandoned haunted, like maybe haunted. Ha- oh, look a doll. This sounds. Let me. He's my new yeah. buddy. Yeah, I'm. This is coming home with me. So he takes it home, and that was supposedly 45 ish years ago. He's had it all this time ever since. Once he got it home, his kids started complaining of hearing things and being spooked and whatever. And he started hearing things like footsteps and weird things like that. And then at one point, all of his kids all at once in the middle of the night burst into his bedroom and were terrified telling him that Letta, who is what, that's what he named this doll, Letta me out. He named it Letta me out. Oh, jeez. I have so many questions for this dude, but why? Just why? So anyway, Letta, um, the kids burst in his room and were like, Letta's walking around the house. (laughs) No. Yes. And he still kept it. Girl, he still kept it. (laughs) The kids were like, why is he out of bed? Like you told us to go to bed. This is right. (laughs) He is not keeping abiding by the bedtime ritual. So yeah, so he kept it. He actually, nowadays, he has, this doll has its own Instagram account, and it has its own Facebook page, and he posts on the Facebook page as the doll. So he posts in first person for the doll on the Facebook page. Like, you already have kids. Why why need that extra stress? Mm. That just drives me crazy. (laughs) Yeah, he tours around with it and stuff. So at one point, he had a psychic come. And, like, see the doll and, like, do a a reading, I guess, for the doll. I don't know. And the psychic, actually, it said psychics, so I'm assuming more than one, told him that this doll is an old, supposedly 200-year-old gypsy doll that they said was made for a little boy who then drowned. So that's, like, the story that the psychic said is why the doll is so haunted. Because maybe the boy died and inhabited the doll. Maybe. That's kind of the implication. So I don't know. But if you guys need to Google it, like search it up so you can get a picture. Letta, L-E-T-T-A, Letta me out. See a picture of that thing. Uh -uh. No. Just Uh -uh. no on so many levels. It's got, it's just, and he says he when he talks about the doll. So he's given it a male you know, persona or identification or whatever. Oh, I almost forgot. They, he named, he named the thing letting me out because they claimed that they kept hearing it whispering that letting me out. So they named it Letta Mm-mm. for letting me out. Mm-mm. You start hearing whispers <laughs> like you need to, you need to talk to yeah. somebody. No, that's, that's not okay. It's uh. just not, it's not good. He tours around Australia with it. You can actually uh, request that he come to your town or whatever, and he'll let you get pictures with it. But it's five dollars a picture. Might have gone up by now because you know inflation. inflation. But <laughs> 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 yeah, five bucks and you can get your picture with that thing in your lap. Oh, mm-hmm. you have to touch it. I don't know if I like. I'd maybe well, you like can. Just... I guess. Mm. Yeah. Uh. Uh-uh. I feel no. like that that rubs off the juju. <laughs> right. I am haunted enough without any extra help. I don't I don't need that in my life. <laughs> right. 
Keep that thing out of my lap. <laughs> I can totally see you taking a picture with Letta on your lap, though, and then, like, the little boy's spirit coming with you to the back right? of the States. And the little boy being like, oh, thank goodness, those kangaroos were killing me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my good night. The kangaroos. I mean, those things are beefy. They kangaroos are. are scary looking. They are. They'll like full on punch you. <laughs> they like they can even like attack your dogs and stuff. Cause like I yeah. said, I have a friend over in Australia and he's he like you watch out for the kangaroos and drop bears. <laughs> mm. Speaking of dogs, another thing that I found is that the owner, his name is Carrie, um Carrie Walton. Mm-hmm. He says that dogs turn aggressive when they're around this doll. But then they go back to normal once they leave away from the doll. So, see, I can I don't see know. that because dogs are sensitive. Like mm. we have, we have three, and they mostly stay downstairs. And I think that's why our ghost doesn't come downstairs oh. because she doesn't. Maybe she's not a dog person. Maybe. I know that we had. Um, we had two dogs one time, actually, when we got the hair, when my nanny gave me the hair from her house, we had these two dogs. Um, one of them was a yellow lab, and the other one was a yellow lab border collie mix. And the border collie mix didn't really pay attention to it, but the yellow lab, forget it. As soon as I got that hair, I put it in my master bedroom closet, and the dog started growling and barking at the closet periodically. Uh-huh. And she'd never, ever done that before. And when it creeped me out and I took the hair out of the closet and got it out of the house for a while, she completely stopped. She never did it again. See, there's something with that hair. It's attached. No, man. For reals. So, yeah, that's all I've got for letting me out. I mean, uh, apparently if you want to see it, you can do that it even said that he'll come to the states like if you if you i'm assuming he does this for income so i'm assuming you'd have to like pay for his travel and stuff Mm -hmm. but if you were so inclined like you know millionaires are you know eccentric you know what we should do for for daisy's birthday party guys we should we should bring letta let's bring letta to the birthday party sounds like a good time trading out clowns for dolls yeah he said that he's pretty sure that letta moves around the house and stuff because his shoes are scuffed up the bottom of his shoes are worn as if somebody was walking around in them Mm, suspect that's what i thought too anybody can take some Load, you know, so sandpaper and like scuff it up or whatever. I don't know. And then he said there'd be scuff marks on his flooring or whatever. I don't know. I am pretty skeptical about some things, and that sounds a little. Mm, little the iffy. kids being being freaked out by it, though. I mean, like I've seen pictures of Letta because he's pretty popular, so mm-hmm. he was. I've definitely can confirm creepy. But mm-hmm. like kids are 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 much more sensitive to that kind of stuff. So like, if all three of them were like, he's stomping around downstairs, Dad, you gotta, yeah. you gotta get this guy out and probably yeah. take stock in that. I always say, if kids tell you something creepy like that, believe them mm-hmm. because kids, especially the younger ones, they don't know to make that stuff up. They're just telling you what happened, right? 
Well, mm-hmm. we can, if you want, we can travel from Australia over to Japan. Nice. A lot of creepy stories in Japan. Who's in Japan? Creepy dolls. Who in is Japan. in Japan? Tell us. <laughs> Okiku is in Japan. Okiku. I like Okiku. it. I do. I like it too. This one, I like the story of it just because it has so much history on it. And like, it's just so sweet, but sad um, and creepy, still creepy. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So Okiku, the doll, she is a traditional Japanese Ichimatsu doll dating back to the early 1900s. Hmm. So in 1918, Ikichi Suzuki was visiting Sapporo, Japan, and purchased the doll for his two-year-old sister, Okiku. So the little girl Mm -hmm. named the doll after herself. Uh And Okiku the doll, she stands just under 16 inches tall. It's a little bit taller than Pupa, but not as tall as Leta. Um, and she wears a traditional Japanese kimono with shoulder-length black hair. A um, little bit of backstory on doll making in Japan. It's held in really high regard for its connection to the spirit world. So this is dating back to the Heian period. Children in Japan were given dolls before or shortly after they were born to confuse evil spirits and protect against childhood diseases. Wow. So you get a doll, they don't know what's up. And then um, when the child becomes of age, um, which is usually around 20, the doll is destroyed. Um, and then certain <laughs> customs included um, touching or rubbing the dolls. So like, you know, patting them and, and, you know, yeah. um, and this would be how they transferred their sins or evil spirits to the doll. Oh wow! Right, so the doll would. So hang they're on like to that charging program. this thing almost. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Right, they're taking it, taking it from the kids and putting it in the doll. And then when yeah. they destroyed the doll, they would either burn it and then, or they just throw the doll in the river, or they throw the ashes into the river. But it had to be moving water, so it would carry it away. Mm. And this was known as Nagashi Binya, or doll floating. Wow. And, um, yeah, so this it was most commonly done on the third day of the third month, which for us is March 3rd. Um, and it was known as Girls' Day, um, which could also, you could also find it under the doll festival. So this was like a whole thing. So it makes sense wow. as to why... Right? It makes sense as to why Akichi would purchase this doll for his little sister. Mm-hmm. Now, Okiku, the doll, like Pupa, she, she, she was loved by her little girl. She would, the little girl would take her doll everywhere. They played. They had tea parties. They did everything. And then the little girl got really sick. And oh, no. she ended up passing away at the age of three from a severe flu. Like it was a Oh no, the doll right? didn't work. So <laughs> <laughs> well, she, she had a friend. She had a friend yeah. with her. Yeah. Um and Okiku's parents 
the, the little girl's parents made a shrine for their daughter and put the doll as the centerpiece of the shrine because she loved her so much. And after some time, the parents noticed that the doll's shoulder length hair was past her shoulders. Mm-hmm. Her hair grew. And it kept growing. It didn't wow. stop. Um, so they, the parents believe that the spirit of their daughter inhabits the doll now. And that's why the hair is mm. growing. Um, eventually, in 1938, the family moved and donated Okiku the doll to the Maneji Temple in Iwazima City, Japan. And to this day, the monks at the temple who take care of Okiku also take care of her hair. So they'll brush it and they'll, um, you know, take care of it. Wow. And they, they will cut it. They'll cut it back to shoulder length and then it'll just keep growing. What do they do with the hair that they cut off of it, I wonder? I don't know. <laughs> you know? Maybe there's a gift <laughs> shop. You can take oh, some, no. <laughs> some Okiku with you. I don't know. But you can't take pictures of her. So they they you request can't? they request that you don't take pictures of her. It's not necessary. Uh, so it's because of Japanese culture. It's not oh, necessarily okay. taking pictures of the doll. It's the fact that you're photographing inside a, a temple, a place of worship. Got it. Yeah. Wow. So, but you can you can see pictures of her too, and um, she is really pretty, and you can see where she started out, and then. All of a sudden, it's, mm-hmm. you know, down past her shoulders. And it's just, it's pretty crazy. So, yeah, who knows? I wonder if they've ever had anybody, like, verify that the hair is really grown. You know what I mean? Like, have witnesses come in before they cut it, and then they cut it. And, like, there, there's a process you could do to prove that. I wonder if anybody's ever gone that far. I did read that they did have scientists do testing on the hair. And Mm -hmm. the hair is human. So like we were talking about, a lot of dolls were made with human hair. But Mm -hmm. there is no explanation as to why it continues to grow. Yeah, that's creepy. I'm glad it's in a museum. (laughs) Not in somebody's home. In a temple with some monks. Yeah. Taking care of... So it never moves or anything. It's just the hair grows. She doesn't... Yeah, that's the only creepy thing about her. You know, she doesn't Mm. move or do anything crazy. You know, no... No stabbing of the spectators or walking around the house terrorizing kids. Um, her hair just grows. Hand up against the glass like Titanic style. <laughs> right? I hate this. Let me out. Yeah. Well, um, my next doll, um, my second doll, is not got human hair. So one of mine okay. did, one of mine doesn't. So at least we have one that's not quite that creepy. So my next doll is very famous. Lots and lots of people have heard of this doll. He is Robert the Doll. Ooh, very Robert. creepy. Yes, he's in Key West. And he is creepy as crap. And I heard that he may have been the inspiration for the Chucky movies. I heard that the child's play movies, yeah. Would not be surprised. No. No, because his storyline is similar. Like, so he was given to the family by a servant of theirs. This family owned a plantation and one of their servants, they were kind of known to be cruel to their servants. And one of the servants gifted 
Robert the Doll, to their son, whose mm. name was Robert Eugene, but he went by Gene, so he decided to give the doll his first name. So yeah, their servant who and and at one point they fired a bunch of servants because they caught them supposedly doing black magic. So then they thought it was good for the servant to give their son a, a doll randomly. <laughs> right? That seems like a great idea. We treat these people not so yeah. great and then we we catch them doing some some hoodoo voodoo and mm. uh you know. Oh, do you yeah. get, do you have a you made a doll for my son? That's so nice. We're going right? to have to let you go. <laughs> Here's a doll. Gene, we got But you know what? Here. They gave it to their kid, and he, again, just like the others, he loved it. He loved that doll, took it everywhere. It's You need to look this one up, too, see what he looks like, because he has not aged great either. Um, he's a cloth doll, so he's very faded and uh, looks just creepy as crap, and he's wearing a sailor suit. Like, I don't know. Well, it is and he West. came with a little lion. He has a little lion doll of his own. And by the way, Robert the doll is child-sized again. So he's decent, you know, decently sized, a couple feet or mm. so. So you're finding all the big dolls. I was like, <laughs> you know, finding the cute little carry-on right. dolls. You're finding these big guys. <laughs> yeah. So Robert the doll, um, they gave him to the son, Gene. Gene starts blaming the doll for misbehavior. He's saying, I didn't do it. Robert did, did it. Yeah. <laughs> did you have a haunted doll? <laughs> no, no. I just didn't want to get in trouble. <laughs> so, yeah, he started doing that. Then they started hearing like pitter patter of little feet and stuff. At one point, they could hear this doll giggling and laughing and things like just no, no. All, all the no's. For that one, mm -mm. they said that the parents reported that they saw the doll change his expression on his face and also change position, you know, but I, the changing of the facial expression gets me because if you look at a picture of this doll, it's a cloth doll. How's it changed in expression? Yeah. I don't know how that would happen because the it's stitching into moving. place. Right. How? I don't. Maybe, okay, so let's assume that it is a haunted doll, and let's say maybe you can see the ghostly image of something over top of the face, and that Like changed. an overlay. I can right. see that. You know, like a That's like the pitter-patter, though. Style. Like, if you got a, right? If you got a cloth doll, and you're hearing mm -hmm. pitter-pattering, that's some pretty heavy cloth yeah. to be hearing a pitter-patter. I mean, it's got shoes on, but the shoes are cloth. You know, so mm -hmm. I don't know. But he is he is child sized, so it could just be the weight of his cloth. Yeah, yeah, maybe. And it's like sailor type shoes, so who knows what they're really made of? Hard hard leather hard or pass. something? I don't know. Yeah, hard pass either way. So they would hear Eugene, um, Gene, the son, talking to the doll in his room with the door closed. But they would hear the doll answer back. And at first, their first thought was, you know, he's doing that. Gene is playing with the doll and he's making it, you know, answer back. But then they started quickly realizing that the voice that was answering back was way deeper. It was like a man's voice that Eugene, this little kid, oh, couldn't geez. do. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. 
Oh, uh, boy. I, I think my kid would come home from school and I'd be like, oh, my gosh, like, Robert is gone. I don't know what happened. <laughs> the doll would be out. <laughs> out do. the door. So I talked to Robert and he said that he wanted to go live on a farm. Right. <laughs> yeah, he's in a sailor farm. suit. We put him on a boat. That's where he's happiest. He wanted to be a sailor. We, we sent him yeah. on a, a sailboat. Yeah. Where is he now? Gene died in 1974. But get this, he when his father died, he took over the house, their family home. So he and his wife lived there. Doesn't ever mention kids. So I'm thinking that he didn't have kids of his own. But he kept the doll all this time. Now, they used to lock the doll in the attic because his mother and then eventually even his wife would become very uncomfortable with it because it would be changing positions and, you know, all that stuff. So they started locking it. Yeah. Locking it in the attic. Well, it hated that. So it would reappear in his bedroom. Like he would lock it in the attic and then come back hours later and it would be sitting in a chair by the window of his bedroom. They don't like being (laughs) locked up. We learned that already. Yes, they really don't. So and then kids in the neighborhood started reporting that he was watching them through that window. And some kids even said he was mocking them as they were walking to school. Making faces out the window. Yeah. How does a cloth doll do that? (laughs) (laughs) You have to go to school and I don't. Neener, neener. So um, Gene passed away in 1974 of old age, assumedly. His wife passed away shortly after that, actually. And the doll was given to a museum, to a local museum. And that is where the doll is today. So here's the thing about the doll now that he's in a museum. They have him in a glass case. It's often reported by people visiting that they see his expression change and they see him shift in the case. And some people have even said his little doll hand will be up against the glass on occasion. Mm -mm. So I'm noticing a pattern here. (laughs) (laughs) And here's another thing. People are encouraged to take pictures of him that you're allowed to do that. But Mm. supposedly everyone who takes a picture of him gets some terrible misfortune befall them to the point that people have written him letters apologizing for taking his picture in the hopes that he will stop cursing them. Oh, jeez. And they have taken these letters that people have written and they have them posted all over the walls around the doll. So if you go see the doll, it's this doll in a glass case with this little line. Yeah. And then letters plastered all over the walls. It's the creepiest doll setup I've ever seen. Gosh. I don't know. Now, see, I heard that you wouldn't have issues afterwards if you asked him if you could take a picture. Oh, really? So it's like like a permission thing. You got to go ask Robert. Yeah. Right, but then the well, how do you know what his answer is? <laughs> is how do you get permission? For, how what? How does he? Does he just you know? Does he move Nod. his hands? Give a little thumbs up, <laughs> little pose with his dog. Strike pose, yeah. <laughs> he yeah. tilts his head, so this is my good side. <laughs> right, blue steel. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I did find out that Gene was an artist in Key West, and he was kind of a well-known artist. Okay. So that's kind of cool little tidbit that I thought. 
So maybe he was just eccentric. I, I don't know. I mean, lots of people, when he was a kid and he'd have friends over, they would report the doll doing weird things. So maybe it's legit. Maybe the servants really did, like, curse the doll or possess it or something. It, it's a cloth doll. And honestly, if you look at how um, voodoo dolls are made, um, or puppets, as they're sometimes called, they oh. it looks it resembles them, but just much, much, much bigger. So the the stitching, yeah. the way they kind of put it together, resembles that. So maybe they made just a huge child size voodoo doll and filled it because nobody knows what's in it. Nobody's ever cut it open. What if it's got like weird herbs and twigs and stuff in it to like do right. the curse with or whatever? Some wormwood and and bella, right. belladonna in there. And- <laughs> oh boy! Oh yeah. Boy. Yeah. See, I have my little voodoo doll back behind me that I made. It's right. <laughs> I can never do this right there. Oh, there it is. <laughs> yep. Not that people listening can hear can see him, but he's back I've there. I've got my my yarn wall back there. I do, nice. I do yarn stuff too. Nice. I haven't made a voodoo doll yet, though. Waiting for the right person. <laughs> <laughs> I made that one for me. I put chamomile in it, so it will help me sleep. Supposedly, nice. it's not working. So, <laughs> just for the record, See, I just I, so like if they're life size, right? Like, obviously, we found that dolls do not like being locked up. Hard mm-hmm. pass on the locking up of the dolls. So, like, if he was, if Robert was the inspiration for Chucky, does that mean Annabelle is the bride of Robert? Mm. I could see that because she is creepy yeah. as crap. Yeah, the real Annabelle is a Raggedy Annie doll, right? Is it a Raggedy Ann or Raggedy Andy? It's the female one. I, yeah, I think it's a Raggedy yeah. Ann. And I mean, she you yeah. you Google haunted dolls, boom, Annabelle, boom, yeah. Annabelle. She's I mean, the she first had movies one. made after her. So that's why I chose not to do her actually, because I kind of <laughs> feel like if she's been talked about so much, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't want to beat a dead horse, but yeah. But yeah, she's a creepy one. Yeah, she is. And that that I same reason I was like, I don't think anybody's ever heard of of Pupa, the yeah. spooky Italian doll that like Robert doesn't like yeah. being locked up. Yeah. Well, if you want, you can take a trip, you know, if you're your next vacation, um you can go to the South Mexico and visit the Island of Dolls. Oh, that is a good one. <laughs> oh, Lord of mercy. <laughs> I am familiar with the Island of Dolls, and that okay. is about the hardest pass I can give. Because not only <laughs> right. is it an island I... of weird dolls, but the bugs and stuff. It's like a swamp. Yeah. No, so I just... had not heard of this. And so if you know any extras, you can definitely give me the mm-hmm. education. But for our listeners you want to take a trip and they have a website they have their own website people are encouraged to come isla de las muñecas or the island of dolls Mm. it's just south of mexico city between the canals of xochimichu miko xochimiko i'm not i don't speak spanish we'll go with that (laughs) right um (laughs) and it's a small island 
just just out there, little island. Um, the story goes that in the 1950s, Don Julian Santana Barrera, we'll just call him Barrera for time's sake, <laughs> mm-hmm. found the body of a girl floating in the river. Mm. She washed up on his little island. And uh, it's hard to say, but maybe she was swimming with friends. Maybe she was swimming with her sisters, but she got caught in a tide and swept away and drowned. Very sad. Mm. A few days later, Barrera found a doll washed up in the same spot that he found the body and assumingly made the connection that that was her doll. They went swimming together. Uh, Shortly after that, issues started happening. He had all the bad luck. Um, His crops started to die. He started to see ghosts everywhere, all around the island, like wherever he went to tend to his poor dying crops, ghosts. Not specific ones, just ghosts everywhere. And he started telling everyone that it was the girl's spirit. She was living in, she was in sorrow. And that was the reason for his misfortune. Like she died on his beach or something. That Mm. was, that was his thoughts. Yeah. Poor guy. Right. Oh, for sure. And so the 50 years that followed, Barrera continued to collect dolls and place them all over the island along with the doll that he had found, like the the beginning doll, the first yeah. the first Does, doll. Do they have that one marked? Like if you go there, can you tell which doll was the beginning doll? Maybe. Good cue. Mm. Good cue. Not sure. Um, but maybe. It, I'd, good luck finding it in the sea of dolls that's on <laughs> yes, that island. Yes, because they're everywhere. Everywhere. Um, yeah. And there's there's thousands of them. And they're not whole dolls. Like, here's the creepy part. Like, there's just doll heads. Mm-hmm. Some are missing arms. Some are missing legs. Um, they're tied to trees. They're, they're tied to fence posts. They're hanging. They're... Oh, they're everywhere. He hangs them by their necks. Like, <laughs> Where else are you going to hang them? <laughs> yeah, but like, I don't know, around the chest or the waist or something. Just dangling it's from an arm. neck. <laughs> that is just sadistic looking. It It is. Yeah. I, I don't disagree with you there. Like, mm. the hanging by the neck is like, okay, if you're wanting to satiate the spirit, like, maybe don't, yeah. you know. Noose don't the dolls. Her dolls. I don't know. <laughs> so creepy part follows. In 2001, Barrera was found deceased on the island in the same spot that the little girl's body had been found. Like from natural causes? So here, there's speculation on that. I couldn't find concrete evidence on it. The website says that he drowned. But then his um, great nephew, who currently runs the island, said that it was a heart attack. So it's mm. hard to say. But um, you can visit the island. You can see the collection yourself. It's encouraged to bring a doll as an offering to the spirits. <laughs> oh, my um, good night. You know, so you want to you take 
your own haunted doll and you're like, listen, Robert, we got to part ways. Mm -hmm. You're going to Mexico. (laughs) Field trip. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Take Letta with you. Yeah. No. Letta wants out. So (laughs) seriously, he wants to go explore. Doesn't even need a passport. Goodness. Mm -mm. I don't even know. I. I have a paranormal bucket list, and I can assure you that the Island of Dolls is not ever going to be on it. <laughs> like, Super I've got a lot creepy. of places on it, but not that one. hmm Yeah. Well, I appreciate you being with us today and talking about spooky haunted dolls, because everybody, you know, loves to listen to that. I feel sorry for the person who listens to this episode right before they go to bed. <laughs> or before they gift their kid another doll. Like, hey, right? got your doll for your birthday. <laughs> Never mind. That's going back to the store. <laughs> yeah, because even Raggedy Ann dolls, you would think that's a really innocent, playful doll. It doesn't even look like a doll that would be haunted, but sure enough. You never hear about sock monkeys, though. I feel like sock monkeys <laughs> are safe. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> a haunted sock monkey. That would be scary, actually, because they would be creepy if they were moving and stuff. The super oh. long arms just grabbing around you a little yes. too tight. Like gangly toward you. Like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> That's my ha- haunted sock monkey. <laughs> Thanks for that visual. Okay, <laughs> night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you guys don't forget that if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please hop on over and give me a rating or even a review if you're feeling generous because those really help me to um, reach more people so I can spook more people. And I always like to do that. So I have a question. Do you want to say my tagline together? We can say we instead of I. Yes. We'll spook you later. All you want right. to do it? All right. You ready? Countdown. One. Yes. Two. Three. We'll, we'll spook, spook you, you later. later.